was you and me, so always worried about your, your scholarship. And you're like, if I lose this scholarship, I'm like, oh, God, Cat's not going to the moon on Wednesday. What are we going to do? <laughs> oh, or I would finish that thing right before, and I would hop right in the car with y'all. Oh, I'll meet y'all there. I'll meet y'all there. Like... <laughs> Y'all, welcome to another episode of the Dear 20-something podcast. I have a very, very special guest, um, probably a guest that I've known the longest out of everybody that I've had on the po- podcast thus far. Wow. Uh, I, what is it? Since high school. 2010? Oh, 20, my God. 2009? Oh, my gosh. We old. old. Like, literally, I met Cassidy um, at our high school. Uh, I think we went to high school, what? Two years, two years, and then I transferred out. Mm -hmm. And then um, going to college, we realized that we were going to the same college, FAMU, Mm -hmm. which is why I wore the sweater today, by the way. Rattlers, okay, Rattlers. So we realized that we were going to the same college, and we reconnected, and it's it. it, We honestly grew a friendship since then. Cass, since we last talked, I think we haven't seen each other in what. Like maybe five years, I yeah. want to say five or six I think years. Five or six years. Yeah, you're right. Oh Since my then, my girl has gone on to really get into like this mental health um, kind of atmosphere and really break through. Like she has, she creates this dope content that literally, <laughs> it's like it's meaningful, but it's also so funny. Like, and I just, I just love it because <laughs> I personally don't have any rhythm. So <laughs> you gotta check it yes. out. Check out at messing with my mental. On yes. Instagram, right? Yes, yes, yes. Check the reels. Go straight to the reels. <laughs> if you don't look at anything, go straight to the reels. Period. She's definitely a freaking vibe. How you doing though? I'm okay. I'm glad to be here. <clears throat> straight off work. I'm I appreciate millennial it. problems. Straight. <laughs> I, listen, now we're adulting, okay? Remember remember in high school where we really didn't have any care in the world and now we're adults. I regret that now. Like we have real real adult bills for real. Like, real adult bills. And I wish I could go back to my younger self and say, girl, you was <laughs> trying to rush time. to be an adult. Child, please. But what have you been up to like now in your 20s? What is 20s like for you? Ooh. Um... I would say eventful. Uh, I would yes. definitely, definitely say this is eventful. not what I expected. Yeah. Um, I'm just hoping my 30s are just successful, will continue to be successful. Yeah. Um, but I, I just think 20s is just a time to just manifest the stuff that you want and Absolutely. continue to work on it. And I'm just hoping in my 30s I'll just be chilling and just relaxing a little bit more. Heck yeah, I'm trying to live in luxury in my 30s, okay? <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm trying to be, like I told you, stay-at-home mom and listen. <laughs> I see, now as I as I put, honestly, I always say that, yes, my number one goal is to be a wife and a mother. But as I'm pushing the envelope towards that, I'm just like, ah, just a couple more years of freedom. Yeah, let like, me take that back. Um, no. I want to continue <laughs> to travel and enjoy myself and the right time will come but yeah yeah and the right time the right man girl I'm trying to manifest just the right everything um and and a part of me trying to manifest the right everything is clearing up I would say everything in my past right okay so what I've been doing as of recently so you know the podcast has shifted right so it's just me 
little old me, um, and I've been having guests on the podcast to really um, talk about maybe things that um, we all deal with, or personally even just me, Mm -hmm. Um, things that I have dealt with in the past and in efforts to um, heal and become my best self. But there was a situation where I said something about my friend that got back to my friend. Mm-hmm. And that was just like a blow to the chest. I can understand um, from, I, I'm assuming from your point of view, it's just like, I was a good friend and you did this. And I know that that hurt, especially the way that um, you came to me with it. Can you just explain? Because, you know, I want to... I want to clear it all up. Okay. You know, so can you explain um, how how our friendship kind of shifted mm-hmm. from, you know, this is the Manaya I knew when I made up in my head to this is the Manaya that I know now. Right. To now um, us us being in this space together. So, so clarify, you went to family before I did. You went to, didn't you go to summer school? Am I tripping? Oh, I did. Okay. Oh, we went back. You went to summer school. Yes. And then oh. I saw that you went to summer school and yes. I reached out to you. I was like, hey, I have a scholarship. I'm thinking about going. Oh, yes. Oh, and then, I forgot about yeah. That. And I was already a nervous wreck. And yeah. like how you said that your mom was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm happy you're going with somebody good. My mom was just happy that I had somebody yeah. I was going with yeah. on top of my cousin being an RA because I was I was yeah I was very sheltered as you knew oh my god private, so <laughs> we went to private school y'all I went to private school my whole entire life so this was going to be a shock being the only black girl in the yeah. class to now Ooh, amongst now all we, black people mm-hmm. I was just yeah so um yeah we really we literally came to FAMU I mean in my uncle's truck yes <laughs> with, with all that stuff that we got. It was packed. And, you couldn't even see the back. And packed to the T, paying people mm-hmm. to, to move our stuff. And <laughs> I think um, the first year was okay. I think what, what really happened was we weren't communicating yeah. as much as we thought we were communicating yeah. with one another. Yeah. And... I think we had this, we had a huge group of friends. We did, we were, yes. our whole floor, actually our whole dorm was close with one another. McGuinn Hall. Right. Okay. And um, I think as we started developing other friends, you know, friends mm-hmm. with other people, there were just conversations. Yeah. So the incident that rifted between me and you, I don't think you knew this, but when I approached you, I guess in my head that last time, that wasn't the first time I heard it. Oh, okay. See, this is news to me. So that wasn't the first time I heard it. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, something that I'm working on, the way my brain works is yeah. like, I'll see evidence and then I won't say anything because I just don't believe it. Yeah. I'll be like, ah, nah. See, oh my God, I'm so the same. I don't believe that. I like so I need same. some evidence to just kind of yeah. back it up. And then um, the first person who approached me about it was a mutual friend between us and I don't they didn't come to me maliciously intent they was just like what's going on with y'all because are y'all communicating the way y'all whatever and I was just like yeah everything's fine and so on and so forth and then the second time it got told to me um, was by a group of our mutual friends so now it was a group of people telling me and I'm like Okay, this same topic keeps coming up right. now. Now, right? now I got I got the fact. And so at that point, you know, I'm not gonna even lie, freshman year, like 
I was living my life. Like yeah. I said, I yeah. just got to school and meeting people and boys and getting mm-hmm. wrapped up in stuff. Like Girl. my mind really was not, I could say like on the friendship, but towards the end of our that first semester, when my mama was like, "Girl, if you lose that scholarship, you coming home." I don't know what You're clicked like, in my head. To buckle down. For <laughs> I don't real. know what clicked in yeah. my head, but you know, I started, you know, being at the dorm a little bit more and spending time with y'all and hanging out. So it was something I had to merge into as well. But then the third time, which I think was the worst time. Yeah. Damn. It um, was three times. It was three times. Damn. It was the worst time. I was actually on a date. When I found out. Really? I was on a date. We had, we childish, we went to Red Lobster. Okay. <laughs> and okay. then we went to the beach after and my phone was like blowing up. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going on. Um, my mom had called me a couple times and then somebody else had reached out to me, which mm-hmm. was another family member. And they was like, you and I are still friends? I was like, yeah, I just yeah. talked to her today. Like, what? Uh, you don't need to be friends with her because she around here saying this, 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 oh, this, yeah. this, this. And I was oh. like, I was like, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. What? What's going on? And like the fact that the person was saying things in detail that the yeah. other two people had I, said. I it, remember that conversation I like was like when you came to me. I was like really sitting on it. And the person who I was with, who I'm like, me and him are still good friends to this day. He was like, are you going to say something? And I was just like. I don't believe it's true. Like, I, I'm going to have to wait until the morning. Yeah. I want to tell you, I didn't sleep that night. Mm. I remember that night vividly because when I got home, I started crying. Yeah. Because I, it, it wasn't, it was more so of like, why couldn't my friend talk to me? If Absolutely. It, if, if there was something that needed to be addressed between both of us. Um, yeah. Because we knew each other longer than yeah. everybody else this did. You know, it was, it was our friendship versus yeah. Not saying verses, but our friendship was there first before yeah. there was. Um, and then that morning, girl, I let you have it. I was, oh, I boy, woke, did she? I woke Manaya up. And the boy. type of personality that I, I had, I'm, I'm definitely not the same Cassidy I was back then. Yeah. I used to snap. Like, I, I did not take criticism very well. I did not take feedback very well. But I think I was just... I was pissed and I was up on my way to my job, Bath and Body Works, and I was just pissed and I had to just let it go. And I blew my phone up. I woke her up out of her sleep. I know I did because uh, I don't wake up early. So oh, God, um, she okay. didn't. And I was just like, I'm going to say whatever I need to say to say whatever. And then I think it wasn't finding out the information. I think it was how you reacted after I told you that mm-hmm. third time, that got me even more mad. Okay. It was like a... Well, how did I react? Because I honestly, like, this is now, like, coming back to me. I, I remember the gist of mm-hmm. the situation, but I don't I don't remember these intimate, like, details. So how I, did I react? So I told you what happened. Mm-hmm. You said, okay. I said, so nothing? You were like, it's too early in the morning for this. I said, oh, no. I said, oh, I said, really, Manaya, like that. And then it was like, okay. So at that point, um, I was so pissed. I called a mutual friend between both of us. Yeah. And I had asked her, I'm like, am I tripping? Because what I did not want to happen at that point was, you know, lay the dynamics. We were all friends with the same people. Yeah. What I did not want was a, um, a, a Cassidy side and a Manaya.
sign regardless that's that's big of you yeah but but i'm that's that's me regardless of a friendship i'm not gonna tarnish her name i'm not gonna be disloyal to me if you ever said anything um to me i'm not going to repeat it but that's the type of person i am so i just but she knew because i um i asked her how should i go about it and when i told her how you responded she was like what the heck is going on she was like maybe it's just too early in the morning and just leave it alone i said okay so i left it alone Mm -hmm. um i was sick on oh, my ship because I had to stay away from my phone because I was like I don't yeah. know if she gonna call or text me you know while we you know while I'm at work I just didn't want to get in a bad mood so so you did you ended up texting me later on I don't know if it was that day or maybe the next day and it was just like all right I'm sorry for what I said and this oh, this no. this this and that and I and she was like can we just be friends again and I responded back to you, and I said, no. Yeah. I was like, there's, with, with that, sorry, Manaya. I was like, mm. no. And then you went off on me and was like, how you going to forgive other people and you don't forgive me? And I was just like. Wow. I, I was yeah. like, you know, <laughs> I was just like, yeah. you know, Manaya, that has nothing to do with what our relationship it yeah. was at that moment. So I scaled back, which followed us into our sophomore year because once again we were all friends with the same people. people. So this, so we this happened in, in our fr- this I'm all happened only- freshman year. Wow. See, this is uh, this some is- more stuff happened sophomore year, but no, because I thought this all happened in our sophomore year. No, it was. And you know how I remember? I will never forget this day. We was on the set. It was hot. It was hot, like 100 yeah. degrees. I think at that point, you were the only one with a car. I don't know if my mm-hmm. car was up there yet, but I know my car did come. See, I got my car at sophomore year. I didn't have a car freshman year. Right. I'm talking about sophomore year, the beginning of okay. sophomore okay. year. Okay. Yeah. And it was hot, and it was on the set, because I remember this clear as day. Mm-hmm. I think at that point, we had had a conversation, but it was not clear yeah. i think you know how people be like i forgive you but then when you see the person you're like, like oh, girl if you don't get up my right face. please i was like mm, and, and I, that's how I'm i good on you that's how i was yeah. and because we had mutual friends you had drove your car that day and he was like oh y'all we can just get in my car and go and our mutual friend was like Cass, come on mm-hmm. and i looked at her and i said i walk and i literally walked from the set yeah. back to um back to the palmettos and mm. when I got there, our other friend was like, like, something's going to have to happen between y'all because this is just, this is too much for us to, to right. you know, to handle. To juggle. Um, and I did, and that made me realize the role that we actually played in our friend group. Like, mm-hmm. we, like I said, we were friends first. Yeah. And then they were friends. And then we all kind of merged together. Um, so, no, it, it definitely followed sophomore year because I... I was still mad about it, and yeah. I and I didn't know how to process my feelings because I was hurt. And I think I think about that situation a lot. I'm not even gonna lie, um, girl. I think that was the first time I actually was like really, really, really betrayed. hurt by somebody mm-hmm. I was actually close, yeah, close with. Um, so yeah, but it definitely followed us the sophomore year, child. Listen, <laughs> um, so so my side of that, um, I can honestly say that. Huh. I was a I was honestly a different Manaya then. Okay. Um I was a different Manaya. I, I didn't I feel like 
um, take into account other people's feelings. Um, I only cared about my own. Mm -hmm. um, I was selfish. Um, I was young. Um, I I really truly did did not care about processing things, and I think that's how you took that. Yeah. And here today, I want to say in this late age of twenty seven that I apologize to you. Okay. I apologize to you um, for several different reasons. Okay. I apologize to you for not communicating properly um, because you were my friend. I'm about to cry. <laughs> This is the first time I'm crying on the podcast, y'all. Oh, don't um, cry. I apologize to you um, for not returning the same genuineness that you gave to me. Because yeah. you did. Yeah. I apologize to you for not returning the same love that you gave to me because you gave it to me. Yeah. I apologize um, for not... Um, respecting your character, not when you're just in front of me, but when you're not in front of me, too. Right. Yeah. Um, and I could honestly say just as much as you think or you have thought about that situation, I definitely have thought about that situation yeah. time and time again. Because like I told you before I started, I'm in the process of just like healing myself. Right. And healing myself means that I, unfortunately, although these conversations are uncomfortable as hell. Awkward. And it's embarrassing. <laughs> I'm crying on camera now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I try to act all, you know, happy. And like, yeah. so although, you know, these conversations are uncomfortable, they're very much so conversations that need to be had. Right. I agree. Um, because in the pursuit, I feel feel like of of growth and still extending yourself grace you still have to go back and heal mm -hmm. whatever is not healed right. and although i've apologized to you um before it wasn't a it wasn't from a healed like person where it can truly like stick and right. hold um so i wanted i wanted you to share kind of like your points of view and how you felt and like if you had to air me out please do it um because yeah, it, it definitely was a situation that has carried me, um, and it was definitely a situation that taught me a lesson. Yeah, and a lot of the things that I've I've learned that I look back on that I went through. Um, if you don't look at the lesson, and not look at the scenario, but look at the lesson that it was trying to teach you, you really won't grow from them. Yeah, and the lesson that I learned is loyalty and friendship. Yeah, loyalty and just like valuing someone's. Someone, someone yeah. who cares about you, someone who loves you, someone who cherishes you, mm -hmm. you know, and, and extending that same thing. So I'm very careful with the friendships that I have now. Yeah. I'm very careful in what I say. I'm very careful in how I operate right. with certain people. I'm very careful of even who I allow into my space. Period. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, because if if you don't allow me to be my best self when I'm with you, then I have to separate myself because I might fall into a trap of who I used to be. And I'm not that woman anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And I think people get stuck on what people used to be. Yeah. And that's also a part of healing because people yeah. can grow and people can yeah. change. Um, I know a lot of times people say, you know, want somebody show you who they are. Believe them. Believe the first them. Time, yeah. OK, cool. You can do that. That's fine. But then you're not allowing um, them to grow as you are growing. Absolutely. Because there could be certain things that you could have did. Like even in this situation now with you, I told you before, like there was some accountability on my end. I mean, I was, you know, meeting new people. 
Um, I was a little bit more yeah. sociable than Manaya was. Yeah. I really? was even, I, see, I'm a social butterfly you, now. You it's were, so weird. You, like, and you were social, but to the point where it's like, I'm not dealing with these. Like, like <laughs> no, nah, this is too much or no. Um, but like I was, I was a little bit, you know, more sociable. There were things on campus that I wanted to do. I wanted to get into, yeah. you know. Um, but I was also, you know, in a relationship my freshman year. Yeah. Ladies don't. Don't, don't do don't it. Don't try it for a while. <laughs> Stay single, sis, as long as oh, you can. Oh, God, don't hold, do it. Hold out. You know, okay. I was, was it a relationship? I don't know, situationship. Listen. My freshman year and getting all this attention from someone and not really, you know, hanging out with my friends. So I had to kind of play catch up, you know, towards, you know, towards the end. So even, even on my part, I do, you know, I apologize for, I guess, not even spending time with you, asking you, like, how you doing? Because there was no. so much stuff that happened. I'd be like, Manaya, this boy, and I was never, to me, I was never checking in on, or, you know, maybe I did, but maybe you it wasn't not as genuine. This. I don't no. know. I was thinking maybe it wasn't as genuine as it should be, but... Like I said, I, I, I definitely was hurt by the situation. And I was more hurt. I didn't care about the, the girls who were telling me things because I didn't know them. Yeah. I think I was more hurt that it got back to, like, somebody in my family yeah. than anything. Because processing yeah. that with them was, like, was not good. Because, you know... Yeah. Uh, black families talk. Oh my God, so much. And once one All person knows something, yeah. everybody. And so I had to replay that yeah. conversation over, over, and and over and over and over and over and over again. And I was just like, dang, Manaya, like, yeah. Did you oh have to, God. did you have to do that? Because now I'm never going to hear, you know, the rest yeah. of it. And I definitely was guarded mm-hmm. um, with, with, even with our group of friends then, I was like, okay, now there's these other girls, you know, who know this information as well about me. Like, how am I supposed to function? And, and good thing I kind of got out of that mindset because, you know, we're all still close friends now. So yeah. everything just kind of, everything worked out for, for what it yeah. was. But no, I definitely was hurt. But I think it also taught me um, something I literally just told a, a, a client of mine. You know, it's okay to vent about your other friends to your other friends, but you need to make sure the exact same things that you are saying to the other friends, you can actually say to your friend to their face. Ooh, that's big. Okay. Say that one more time. Ooh, that's big. That's you big. just have to, so it's okay to vent to your other friends about your friends, but you just need to make sure the same things that you're saying to them, you're you're able to have that conversation with that person. Because then it looks like you're you're talking behind their back. That's mm-hmm. what it looks like. Absolutely. Um, but then there are some situations in which the friendship, how long of friends that we were, it's hard to have those conversations because the first thing that are coming to our mind is like, if I say this, am I going to lose this friend because we've been friends for so long and yeah. I just don't. Even though it sounds good coming from someone who knows me so long, I just don't know how she's going to take this, you know? Um, But, yeah, if you're going to say, if you're going to vent, make sure you're able to honestly take the feedback from the person Mm. who's giving feedback from you and then kind of go back and see, is it worth having a conversation for? Are you really tripping? Are you in your head? Is it too much? Or is it worth having a conversation about? And I'm I'm the type of projecting sometimes. Yeah, and I think that happens a lot. Like when I like to call in therapy, counter transference. Like, are you are you pushing your worst fear 
on that person or is it is what it is isn't a fact or is an opinion or sometimes i feel like um unknowingly i feel like sometimes we will try to push down other people because maybe we're feeling like low in an area in our lives so me saying this about this person will make me feel higher because i'm i'm battling and i'm dealing with something Mm -hmm. like is that one is that something that you see just in in, with your clients or like in therapy period yeah all the time like now that i work with substance abuse like it happens all the time like well i'm this way because my mama did this to me yeah Okay, yeah, your past trauma has something to do with what's going on with you now, but, like, what about now? Mm -hmm. Like, was your mom with you when this happened? Was your mom with you when... Kind of like I like to call reality therapy, just getting Mm. straight to the point. Mm. Like, let's just be realistic. Like, yes, your mother put you through that trauma, but we're here at this present moment. We need to figure out how you can cope with the trauma and move forward and not use substances to, yeah. to, uh, to, to cope with the things that are going on right now. I see projection a lot. Projection in friendships, yeah. jealousy. Oh, my God, yes. You know, And you know what? I will say I did have a sense of jealousy because with you because I didn't know how to dress. Like, Girl, I still I don't listen, know how to dress. <laughs> I didn't know how to dress, but we were always in your closet. Mm-hmm. Every, we were always in your closet and everybody was always in my snacks. Oh my God, Cass always <laughs> had the best snacks. When I tell you, I used to come, because my room was upstairs and your room was downstairs. downstairs. I used to always come in that room. Cass, what you got? She was like, y'all, I'm tired of y'all taking my snack. <laughs> when like, I wasn't in my Cass, room. I'm hungry, please. Give me something. Like, but you could you you no. could put together stuff and yeah. like you would dress me and I used to be looking at you like, Maniah, I hate this. Like, I don't want to wear <laughs> no. this. But Maniah's like, you're, you're not going out the way you, you know you dress like that i'm like okay i'm not whatever but we used to always yeah. go in your closet and yeah you know just just being envious of friends and like i said it all boils down to communicating like yeah. i think it's okay to communicate but i like i'm really jealous like mm-hmm. you have such and such going on for yourself and i just feel stuck yeah you know that's okay to communicate or i don't like how you said this or i don't like how you're moving yeah. i don't like how you're doing this that's okay to communicate to your friends, but I think sometimes we we feel like we can't. Listen, I don't. Every time I think think back to that nineteen, eighteen, twenty year old Manaya, I always try to define her. Like, who was that girl? Who? And I can honestly say. Uh, 18 through 20, maybe 23. <laughs> <laughs> 18 through 23-year-old Manai was, was definitely insecure. Um, mm-hmm. Insecure and just like living life and not knowing what her purpose was. Yeah, And that was something that I felt like you always knew. And that was something I can honestly say I was jealous of. Wow, really? Because you came in, I felt like you came into college saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm focusing on. Like, you always had a goal. And me, I was, you you remember, like, I was smoking then. Like, that. that's when I was, I was really heavy into, like, weed. I would smoke every day. Mm-hmm. Like, since then, I, oh, since then, y'all, I've asked God to take the, the taste of weed out of my mouth. And I haven't smoked in, like, five years. Wow. What? I don't even get tempted. I can be around it and never, never even touch it. Woo! That's a side note. But I literally prayed one night and I said, God, please take the, and I touched my tongue and I asked God to take the taste out of my mouth. Ever since that day, I've never been able to smoke again. I've tried and it makes me too paranoid. 
to even do it. So I don't oh do it. Oh my gosh. Wow. Crazy, crazy story. But wow. yeah. So, so you were always a person who was very into like their studies and very into like, I need my scholarship and I'm not going out until like, that was, that was you. Like, I'm not going out. Uh, no. Cause if I lose this scholarship, I'm going back home. It was you and me. So I was worried about your, your scholarship. And you're like, if I lose this scholarship, I'm like, oh God, cat's not going to the moon on Wednesday. What we going to do? Like, don't worry, I will finish that thing right before and I will hop right in the car with y'all. Well, I'll meet y'all there. I'll meet y'all there. Like, no, but so you always you always were a purpose minded individual, and I didn't. I truly didn't learn purpose till maybe like two years ago. And that's okay. And I'm I'm still learning, but that was something that I always looked at you. So I felt like um in certain instances okay i'm feeling low about me and i now i miserably loves company so i'm bringing someone down with me and i've since then learned that number one i need to deal with my issues head on Mm -hmm. like you only heal not from the outside in but from the inside out like a hundred percent and um I, I try to look at things like that, things that I've done in my past and where I felt like I've wronged someone. Because one thing that we learned, and I said before the episode, one the biggest repercussion for our sins or for when we do people wrong or for when we don't act in the best light of ourselves or the best version of ourselves is guilt. Mm-hmm. You'll have to live with the guilt of your actions for a very long time. Yep. And that's something that I've carried with me all the way up until like now <laughs> wow for real because okay. i've said i've i've apologized to you um plenty of times but i still carried that guilt and i felt like i wasn't going to be able to let let it go until i was able to look you in the eyes as mm-hmm. a woman woman to woman and yeah. let you say no matter how how bad it hurt me you know to rehear it and it's like damn you were this person <laughs> Like to rehear it, right. I wasn't going to be able to let it go until I was able to look you in the in the eyes and say I apologize. Yeah, and I was not open to accepting the apology, and I should yeah. have communicated that rather yeah. than saying okay. Yeah, and because that's okay as well. And I felt that. Can I say I felt that? <laughs> like like every time I apologize, she'd be like, "No, we're good," and I'm just like, "Yeah, she, we're not good." <laughs> I can definitely feel we're not good. But you know what? I will say this. I was trying to be good for the sake of Our friend the, group. the friend group that yeah. we were in because I, it really, you know, yeah. it really stressed them out too. Mm-hmm. Like I, I never knew it, but I knew that I'm thinking of like two people in particular. Like yeah. I knew that it stressed them out because they never wanted to pick sides, but at one point, that's what it looked like. Yeah. Because we were starting to spend time with these two separate people. Yeah. Separately. And, you know, not saying that they weren't loyal to, you know, you or not loyal to me. But mm-hmm. they definitely did. I, I don't want to say they picked sides, but they definitely knew what was going on. Absolutely. And they were. They defi- knew I was wrong. They they did. They knew I was wrong. But they also knew that they. It was between us, and they didn't need to get in in into it with us. Yeah. Um. And I thank them for that because I yeah. think that would have been messy. Because yeah. then I would have been like, "Well, why are you trying to?" I can honestly say they didn't handle me messy at all. They didn't. Not at all. 
Not at all. And I, I think I appreciated that, even though I knew, like, it was definitely tension. Well, they were telling me to to let it go. Yeah. I can say that. They yeah. were telling me to let it go. They knew I was pissed. They knew I was hurt. But they were like, can you just be mutual? And that Cassidy held grudges. Yeah. Okay. I'm never going to let this go. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I'm never going to let that go. Yeah. And I was just like, mm. I said, I'll do it for the sake of y'all, but yeah. it, it ain't going to be on no, like, I'm going deep about my personal business. Yeah. You know, my yeah. boundaries were, like, definitely, Absolutely. were definitely high. Um and so, but no, they, I, I didn't think that they handled it messily at all. I at just all. knew, I just knew that they knew what was going on and I don't think they knew what to do. Yeah. I don't think they knew, they yeah. knew what to do, but oh my gosh, that, what a time to be alive. Sophomore it was, year it was, in college. It was definitely a crazy time. But I think people um, don't know how to um, communicate and it's a certain things and tones that you said so Absolutely. you can't be saying that this girl this raggedy she don't know what to do she done took yeah. my skirt and then had it for a month and yeah. never gave it back like there are certain things that you have to say so you know it don't seem like you just talking down on that person you're literally venting because yeah. when i vent to my friends, I'm literally trying to get feedback on yeah. what should I what should I do. I've already low key already made my decision, but I sometimes right. like to I ask my help. friends. I, I need I need to know that I'm not tripping. Yeah. Like you know, you want to hear that validation. I do that all the time. And I feel like like a lot of these situations that happen between me and you, they 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 were they were that. Like when I was either pissed at me or yeah. some of the things that you said. I was and it not just, a nice person. Um, yeah. I was I I literally. Like now, hearing all this stuff, yeah. Like I was just not a nice person. Yeah, Um, but you know, we could have a lot to do with that. Listen, I I think now that I have like the clarity of just like not. I I honestly, I I definitely y'all. Okay, Manai back then was definitely into the boys. Okay, boys. Um, I was definitely into the smoking. Definitely into the club scene. I was just everything like opposite of what I am now. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, um, so I, I think back then I honestly didn't know how to communicate either. Yeah. So I was going through these internal things of just like me not knowing myself. Like you said, me getting that first taste of like freedom mm-hmm. and like me being like on my own and me being able to make my own decisions, which always feels great. Right. But you know what I'm saying? It ain't all like, so. Really it don't. It, it like it literally is not always great because <laughs> you make some really bad decisions. Right. <laughs> um. But yeah. So me going through that, me not knowing kind of like what direction or what what path I'm going in, and and um. Yeah. I just. I and I didn't know how to communicate, and me not knowing how to communicate means that I didn't keep a lot of friends. Yeah. From that time period of my life. And you didn't even tell me that you left. Do you know that? Yeah, so the reason why I left, do you know why I left? No. Okay. Till this day, I did not know why you left. So I left because, remember, I was in an entanglement at one point. Okay. Someone with dreads. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. That's all I got to say? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. I was in an entanglement, and, um, you know, the one that I loved at the time found out about that situation. And um, it was either the one that I loved or come back, and I chose love wow yeah but 
you know, but I'd say God is in the works of everything. Um, because when I did leave, that's what allowed the retrospect of like me being able to like look back on everything that I was doing, who I was back then. Mm -hmm. And I really, God really allowed me room when I moved to room to be still. Yeah. Room to really say like, ah, when I look at, like, look at all the things that you were involved in, look at who you were like, and now it's time. That's when I, I moved to New Jersey. I started journaling more. Manaya, what's great about you? Manaya, what are your dislikes? Manaya, what are the people that you've hurt? Like, what are, what is the guilt that yeah. you're carrying? What are you not forgiving yourself for? And I started journaling those things and writing those things down, and it allowed me to start the healing process yeah. within myself. So God works in mysterious ways because I feel like we always think like, oh, I, you know, I initially thought I was moving for love. I wasn't moving for love. God moved me, you know. Mm-hmm. That was probably the only thing that he knew was going to move me. Right. So he allowed the dreadhead to come in my life and mess it up. And then <laughs> and, allow my, <laughs> and then allow me to move for love. But in all actuality, I moved and I feel like God shifted me out of that place because there was internal work that he needed to do within me. Mm-hmm. So whatever I'm going to do in the future that I'm prepared, that I'm ready for that, right. that I can have even this conversation and come from a pure, genuine space of just wanting to heal and wanting to grow past and wanting to rebuild. Yeah. And I didn't even know you moved to New Jersey. Yeah. I thought you moved back down here. Uh-uh. I've been in New Jersey I- for the past six years. This is my first year living in Florida. Yeah. No, so no, I knew that for the past two years now. Yeah. But before then, no, I did not know that. I've been living in New Jersey, girl. Mm-hmm. I've been up north. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've made a whole life. Oh, there. my gosh. Yeah. And I've been stuck in Tallahassee. Thank God mm-hmm. for growth. And that moved me back down here because yeah. we would have never had this Tallahassee conversation. Tallahassee is a different place. Oh, uh, no, ma'am. Never again. Tallahassee is a different, different Ten place. Years. Ten years there, and I'm just so blessed to be back home. <laughs> no. I ain't never been happier in my life. That place is life. so toxic. But you know, it's it it. We came, we saw, we conquered. That's how I Absolutely. look at the same the situation. Like absolutely, we got what we needed, and, <laughs> and we a little got bit out. More, we got out when we when we could. But thank you for that because I didn't never. You left, and it was just like, okay, what? And and it was literally a decision I made within a week. And my mom didn't even know. I was like, hey, mom, by the way, I transferred schools. I'll be staying in New Jersey for from here on out. She's like, what? I think I had a storage and everything. I was just like, yeah, that stuff can stay there. I don't I don't even know what happened to myself. To Girl, be they probably sold it on Storage Wars. Why are you playing? I don't I don't know what happened to my stuff. I didn't care. I was out. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. But the fact that I moved back down here and we reconnected, mm-hmm. you know, um, life is about growth. Um, you I can outgrow people, but I also think you can um, start over again. Yeah. So if you wanted to start our friendship over oh, again, I would I'm be open. <laughs> I would be I would definitely be open to it because, uh, you mean, in all actuality, I think our friendship is kind of like. I saw you today and I was like, oh, girl, so what's that? It's, it's, it yeah. wasn't awkward. It wasn't. It's was just well, like, this is my sister for real. And you know? we've been beefing for all these years. So it's time to let that shit go. <laughs> and you know what? The part of healing, because I had to do this for the last three, four years of my life with the healing from relationship loss and friendship loss. Like, I already forgave you. I just, yeah. I just 
told myself, you know, when the timing is right, we will have that conversation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I forgave you a long time ago, Manaya. But see, it, but it, I never told you to your face because I said, you know, I, I was like, I ain't never gonna see this girl again. Yeah. And, you know, it's okay. Wrote it in my little journal, yeah. prayed about it, I'm and just let keep this it, go. and just right. you know, tore up the piece of paper, put it in the garbage, and just let it go. But yeah, like for me, I was just it. It like I wanted you to forgive me, yes, but I wasn't able to forgive myself. Yeah, and a lot of times when when we we grieve situations, like the other person may have very much so been like, I right, I'll let it go, but you still deal with. Damn, I have inflicted like hurt on someone that I loved and someone that I care about, and when you don't know how to move on from that, you constantly just play back of the. I'm a bad person. I'm not a nice person. And I played that back over and over. So I, you know, for a very long time, I thought thought about like, am I able to cultivate good friendships? I don't know. Am I like, am I capable of that? I don't know. Because I dealt with, I dealt with, these are people that um, I betrayed um, and that I didn't put my best foot forward with. Am I even capable of it now? Yeah. And sometimes we are our own drama. Yeah, very true. Sometimes we are our own drama, like, and sometimes we have to look ourselves in the mirror and say, like, why do we continue to light fires? And we know yeah. that if the fire gets big enough, we're not going to be able to blow it Girl. out. Like, why Why do we continue? My you know, house was burning down. You know, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of like a self-sabotage yeah. situation yeah. as well. But the reason I told you that I forgave you a long time ago is because um, you, you don't have to feel guilty because anymore Mm -hmm. because you know once you did do the work on yourself Mm -hmm. and you release it even if I was not here in the physical sense I look at um things as lessons because I do think that taught me how to communicate with like I said my other friends um what type of relationships that I wanted how to forgive in a friendship not to hold grudges because we're gonna do things to piss off oh my god we're gonna do things that they told you know you know my friends Tell me all the time, you need to do this, you need to block this, and I don't listen to them. But thank God that they still, <laughs> thank Girl. God they're still my friend and, a, and a accepting of me, and they still let me come to my decisions and give me feedback. Um, but it, it just taught me a lot about friendship in general. Hmm. And college friendships are very meaningful. So regardless of me, if me and you were never to get close again, I would still label that as a meaningful friendship in my Absolutely. college years because you know the people you meet in college you end up just shoot now i'm a godmother um yeah <laughs> you know you and you know yeah. you end up being friends with them for literally like life or mm-hmm. you know instagram friends hype you up 24 7 okay. you know stuff like that Coming so that's still okay. right that still <laughs> was a meaningful friendship between you know me and you it just we were young and it just ended kind of weird Listen, it did. It did. But, you know, we're going to we're going to we're going to grow from this. And I think that that's going to make even a more so stronger friendship, because I always even from afar and even from us not being as close, I always like anytime I see you doing something, I'm like, oh, my God, like my good sis is growing out here. My Thank my you. good sis is glowing out here. Um, you know, I saw you author your first book. Yes, girl. I literally have it um, on my bookshelf and girl. I love it. It's dope. Girl, I don't know how I did that during a pandemic. Listen, like you, 
I honestly, I see the content that you've been pushing out and like you're literally thriving and you're operating just out of your gifts. And I'm a firm believer that your gifts will always make room for you. So just know that I'm always pushing blessings towards anything that you have going Thank on. Thank you. You too. You know, Mariah. I'm always pushing blessings to anything that you have going on. I really believe that 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 God um, is moving through you yeah. um, and, and, you know, he will use your gifts to, to really like, really like train up, train up people. Yeah. Um, heck you too. When I saw you made your content, you know, I DM'd you real quick. I was yeah. like, how are you doing this? How are you doing that? How are you doing that? Because it was yeah. so clear, concise, professional, straight yeah. to the point. Like, and you've low key always been, been that that's why i brought up clothing because you yeah. know how to put things together whether it be mm. to be whatever so god is using you and yeah. your talents oh, as well and what you're doing now so you know i mean it went from fashion to this but yeah. still it's the same thing i am i i just appreciate that listen you know in this in this uh season of life you know because this is for our dear 20 somethings okay. too right in this season of life i think it's important um for us to be okay with uncomfortable conversations mm -hmm. because uh, the thing about uncomfortable conversations is that you grow from them yeah I you agree. build from them mm -hmm. you become stronger from them and you literally walk into the best version of yourselves and you allow room um, to really like welcome blessings into your life. Yeah. So I encourage everyone who's who's possibly on the verge or, or thinking about uh, a situation where you haven't always been the best representation of yourself to reach out. Say, hey, yeah. I just want to let you know and then fill in the blank and yeah. heal from that situation. So I Cass, um, one way that I like to end the podcast is a message uh, that you would like to leave the dear 20 somethings with a message that you kind of like any confirmations that you got from this conversation or um, any anything that you feel on your heart that you would like to share with the people currently out there dealing with either guilt um, of not of not being always the best version of themselves or or confirmation and saying like hey it's okay to forgive yourself too mm -hmm. You know, in the day and age where um, we have to act like nothing's wrong with us mm. and that we, you know, are not allowed to feel emotions, I just, I can, I just confirm to just feel them. Yeah. It's okay to be in this stage of like, I feel guilty because I did this. Absolutely. Or, or you know, I feel uncomfortable having this, this conversation with this person because I know I hurt them and then mm. in reality I hurt myself and I hurt my character. Um, I always preach about setting certain um, boundaries, mm. but the, the biggest thing is, you know, if you don't value yourself, mm. if you don't value the people who are around you and you're supporting you, then you, you really aren't valuing life in general. Mm. And, you know, it, healing is messy. Mm. Healing is not this, you know... Today world says that we can do this and we'll be healed. And mm -hmm. I don't just, I don't believe that. Healing, Healing is a is messy, very messy. Mm -hmm. you know, something that happened 10 years ago, as we're yeah. talking about now can come up now and you don't know the feelings mm -hmm. that you had. So I would encourage you to, to talk to those people, but talk to them when you are ready and get in a good headspace. Mm -hmm. um, I think where we went wrong is we were talking out of emotion. Absolutely. We had no clarity. And when you talk out of emotion, you say and do things that you don't really mean. Mm -hmm. So talk out of clarity don't text 
Oh my God. Your conversation. That's me. Have <laughs> a face to face conversation. I'm learning that in age of 27. <laughs> Have a face to face conversation about it. And, you know, um, be prepared to, you know, either for, either you're going to forgive or you just aren't going to be friends anymore. And I think that is also okay. It's okay to. Yeah have a friendship that you've had for so long Absolutely. and just say, you know what, girl, I still love you. I still care about you. I but still want the best, but I think we have outgrown each other. Absolutely. And that is okay without, you know, down talking the person and that's okay. So just keep growing and glowing and just holding yourself accountable is the biggest thing nowadays. So hey, that's true. I guess my message um, and something that I gained from from this conversation today is anyone out there dealing with guilt as I would say after you've done the work um and maybe you've talked to yourself talk to God or talk to that person it's okay to release yourself from that guilt it's okay to mm-hmm. forgive you for not always being the most most like perfect person of yourself or more right. perfect perception of yourself like we are people we're going to make mistakes we're going to not always operate in the best light of ourselves however um first acknowledge where you went wrong um acknowledge yeah. where you could have been better mm-hmm. acknowledge hey i actually hurt someone i love and then tackle that head on and once you've tackled that and once you dealt with that and once you prayed about that and once you've changed your behavior go ahead and forgive yourself yeah um because walking around with with guilt only allows you to stay stuck in a place that you've already healed from mm-hmm. and you don't deserve that sis bro whoever's listening you know <laughs> what i'm saying so again Cass, i really appreciate you um no just giving me the opportunity to share my truth and you share your truth back to me. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie and say like it didn't uh, uh, reopen <laughs> and like make me think, be like, damn, I don't know. But I I appreciate you even being open and that says a lot about you to even come today and like sit down and like re, you know reopen a lot of wounds that we both have and right. then deal with them head on. Yeah. So that's dope that you came. I was like, oh my god, is she gonna want to come? After I told you the topic, I'm. Just like, yeah, we can, and, you, and you, when you do this, you can just have a um, some like I call it closure moments. Yeah. Afterwards, off camera, where we talk and just solidify yeah. things and verify things with each other. So, so I love you, girl. I love you too, and I'm always rooting for you. Thank you, you too, love. Listen, so we out for real. I done shared all my shit, <laughs> but it's okay because we're gonna heal out here. <laughs> But I appreciate you guys. This has been another episode of the Dear 20-something podcast. Make sure you check Cash Cast out on at messing with my mental. Yes, and it's messing M-E-S-S-I-N with my mental. Okay, check it. Go to the reels first, like I said in the beginning. <laughs> Stop okay. Stop telling these people that. Well, go. yeah, yeah, y'all go check out my reels. Listen, yeah. she has a rhythm. Okay, something I I lack. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We a little bit. Listen, we over and out for real peace. peace.